Hello. Prepare yourself for the most retarded episode. I've <laughs> I've I've missed this. Uh, it's it's been ten days since we last did a podcast. Yeah, I guess it is. It's been so long. We have a new time, new new podcast. It hurts so bad. And I've had to be like professional-ish for the last week and a half. So because you've been making tons of Andy Warhol wig. <laughs> you've been making tons of those. Man, I wish I was the wig, uh, the wig crafts person. How has that your new job fun. been going? It's been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing a lot of sewing. Good. <laughs> That's the whole job. I go in. I've been working on these tailor jackets that are really cool for like uh, a mariachi band, and um, it's mariachi. Ma- Lin Manuel Mariachi. <laughs> Lin Manuel Mariachi. <laughs> I've been, yeah, so it's been fun. I've been making these mariachi jackets with um, this German woman who I used to work with before when I was working. At and this you're place very before. racist because you thought she was Swedish. For some reason, I thought she was. I don't know what made me think that, but no, she's she's fantastic. I love her. She's so good at what she does. You told me she was German last night, like over text. I just went to bed listening to Nazi documentaries. ASMR, Nazi <laughs> ASMR documentary. <laughs> Top 10 Nazi ASMR documentary. <laughs> and I was like about like Ernst Rom, like who was the uh, gay guy that worked for Hitler. And then uh, Goebbels convinced Hitler to kill him in the night of the long knives. I don't know. I, uh, I went down like a really dark rabbit hole. You anyway, sure did. So you yeah. work with the German woman, <laughs> which is completely unrelated to my Nazi rabbit hole ASMR. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, for derailing yeah. what I was talking about. No, I don't care. Uh, no, it's just been nice. I've, I've really enjoyed this job. And then everything is falling apart at my previous job. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, you know, it's funny. So you said that somebody... It's just, it's melting. They are crumbling. One of the new people that they replaced you with, although they need probably four of these people... Not the... one of the people they replaced me with started doing this. Okay. Committed well, a felony. Well, what's, inter- like, what's interesting is, like, <laughs> the person who now runs everything at your old job <laughs> is a security guard. Yeah. Who, by some stroke of genius, is too retarded to screen for the person that would steal $20,000 worth of it's merchandise. It's incredible. One, one <laughs> might posit the question that this person might not be terribly good at their job. Oh, my God. I know. It's, it's really funny that that is the case. Is it guard. is it funny? I mean, it's at this point, it's like it's it's what's what's post funny, like post post funny, um, uh, post I Malone. Mean, I'm so post Malone. I've been so, uh, it's kind of like in a way rewarding to hear what's going on there after I've left. It's like, oh yeah, I really did dodge a bullet. Yeah, I was there for like eight months and like got out. I think at the exact right time. It would have been real bad. Things would have gotten real bad mm-hmm. if I stayed. Not because of me, but my life would end up real bad. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you've like literally 
exited at the perfect time. I think so too. Yeah. It was, oh, uh, it was a nightmare. Yeah. But yeah, there's just been shit. I mean, like back when the the place first opened, people were stealing, mm-hmm. and those two people got fired. Yeah. And now it's happening again. It's hot so hands, hot. It's red hands, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> Caught red-handed on I camera. I think that is a derogatory remark towards Native Americans. Is it? What, what, like, Didn't your friend do that photo shoot where he painted his hands red? That's racist. What friend of mine did this? Eric. Oh. Eric had that really cool stylistic red hand, painted red hands, and he was holding a snake, and he was wearing a suit. You know what's so funny? That was a really cool. I really like that. So style. like, it was fucking rad. I'm not gonna have like any comment or opinion on this, but it's it was funny. Like, so I have that burner Instagram account and watched his story, and these people just can't they can't stop it's like the chauvin verdict comes in and they're like every day a black man gets put into and this is just a it's just like can you just take a break for a day mm-hmm. like can you just not be in like not be a slacktivist on instagram for a fucking day is yeah. it is it that fucking hard but no they do you notice this too like are all your because i again uh that burner i have instagram account like they all followed it for that song i put out a long time ago and so I think t- maybe 12 people I know follow that account. Yeah. And so, yeah, I like, and I followed them back. So I see their stories and, and his was kind of seen by accident, but it was like, it was like auto playing over to his story. And I was like, I wonder what he's posting about. And of course it's, it's just this this never-ending cavalcade yeah. of lazy activism. I had somebody post today uh an acquaintance of mine posted a video of jen saki um and the caption was when you just can't put up with any more bullshit or whatever and it's like it's some like reporter asking her like when biden uh would consider a fetus like a, a human being okay worthy of being born or whatever and she goes are you asking me if the president believes in a woman's right to choose yes he does next question and it's like i love that you kind of did your impression of jen saki like ben shapiro because it's (laughs) it's a very similar energy ben saki ben (laughs) ben saki bomb dude we'll we'll circle back to that we'll we'll, we'll circle back but but first i gotta talk about birch gold um yeah these people don't work for you like don't you understand that that's it was funny like somebody who used to listen to our podcast i i I got into like a long twitter exchange with him yesterday and it was like it was friendly but it was just sort of like all he was like laying out all these things that he cares about all all these problems in the world you know who's a nazi who isn't and i'm just like yeah i just don't i don't care yeah i really don't care i am i usually i used to i use the term (laughs) politically homeless it's so true. Like literally, I I have no affiliation. Yeah, I, there's I, nothing. I have literally no care in the world. And and I was telling him uh, that it's difficult to do these now because everything that is happening now we said was going to happen eight months ago. So should we just say it again? I mean, I, I mean, it, it, right. it, it it's like it's whatever. And and anyway, so uh, Kamala Harris finally went to the border. <laughs> Oh my god, she finally did. I was reading a CNN article this morning, almost killed myself, but um, before you you woke up, you you would have woken up to see my body on the sofa, brains blasted out of my forehead, but I was reading a CNN article, and they were, like, framing it as this, like, heroic thing (laughs) 
to like and paralleling it with Trump the Trump administration's views on immigration or whatever and like CNN was like the Biden administration and Kamala Harris are really working to dismantle the things that the Trump administration built especially those cages or whatever and I'm like what, what? no 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 the cages did not come from Trump they came from Biden's vice presidency with Obama yeah dude and anyway so I I wanted to just pay homage to this lady who did the best Kamala Harris impression I love her oops no and as we commemorate hi I'm Kamala Harris it's so good it's so good and as we commemorate the history of Juneteenth we must also learn which white people enslaved our ancestors. Okay. okay. That's why I am launching Massa.com. It's like Ancestry.com. It's so terrible. Only for finding the white families, okay, okay. who enslaved our ancestors. Okay. okay. And to those white families, do not worry. Do not worry. We just want to talk. Okay. And by talk, I do mean claim our assets and legacy admissions to Ivy League schools. Because while a holiday is great, action is even better. Okay. I may be half black, okay? But I am fully committed. So, to everybody black, happy Juneteenth. <laughs> so, oh my god. Monster Reese is her username. She's so good. She's so good. But, like, what's so funny, so, like, now, just back to back, we're going to now play just a little bit of Kamala Harris at the board. Oh my god. She's so sweaty. <laughs> yeah. By the way, on the thumbnail, did you fuck with her teeth? Of course I did. Yeah, they're kind of disgusting. Like I was just like I was just looking at her bottom teeth. I always fuck with her face. Where, where is he? <laughs> but like, just she. Literally, after Tulsi bodied her, she just can't speak right anymore. She's, d d like, incapacitated. Okay. 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 It's like, it's like she's reading a Wikipedia page. Like, the United States, okay, is geographically to the north. Of Mexico. Okay. Okay. And Florida is a state. Okay. That's kind of close to Cuba. Okay. So what we have to do now is be better friends. Okay. With the country. Okay. That is to the south. Okay. Of the United States. Okay. <laughs> Which happens to be geographically okay close oh my god okay to 
the United States. <laughs> she is so like she I mean, for how long? It's been what? It's now almost July. Yeah, she's fucked up. She's fucked up. <laughs> I like to think that she's just drunk all the time. <laughs> it, yeah, she's fucked up. It's now almost July. Mm-hmm. It's July in a couple days. Um, it's Juneteenth, Sean. And she's been office for she's been in office for about five and a half months. So why did it take her this long to go to the border? And why didn't she actually do anything while she was there? All she did was talk to people. Well, it, like, it, it's what I told you last time. Is It's like the, the, the border is an unfuckable problem. The fucking uh, Saddam Hussein type little cave she dug herself into is that <laughs> there was so much over the top moralizing because for some fucking reason today, I still would like an answer of why these people were so scared of Donald Trump. I think it was literally just decorum. <laughs> like the dude was just such an asshole mm-hmm. uh, and not classy that it made them, it made all of them go insane. And so like literally she said babies in cages as many times as uh, Klobuchar told her snow woman story. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, so now she's left with this, issue that every administration every administration just kicks a can down the road because it it can't be solved uh because largely you know particularly honduras and guatemala there's all these migrants because we played fuck around down there during the reagan administration yeah and they'll never admit it because democrats are republicans like they're all the same fucking thing so but the problem now and i honestly why i think the bidens are just fucking with her by making her deal with this problem is like okay well you were loud and noisy about this issue mm-hmm. for so fucking long in the campaign trail you called now your president a fucking racist on national tv so hey uh dumb bitch you go deal with it now and now we're reaping the benefits of how ridiculous and terrible she is at this and what's funny is that, again, like, it's pretty perfect for her. Like, you know, literally sucking fucked her way up to the top. That isn't to say that, like, she didn't have, a, a you know, a, a scholastic accomplishments or, like, whatever else. But, you know, it's like, it, it is weird to watch that video in the past of her on the red carpet with Montel Williams and be like, oh, yeah, you, you are like a Gavin Newsom type person. It's like you have all the colors that people want. You have the gender that people want to feel progressive but all of those things, you being a woman and being half black, half Indian, whatever, doesn't matter because you're a fucking asshole and you're terrible at anything. You're terrible at communicating to the public about this problem that you moralized about because the acting job, she did it well. Babies in cages, babies in cages, babies in cages. But then once you're actually faced with the opportunity to do something useful or pragmatic regarding this unfuckable issue you're now seeing what happens, which is that she's gobsmacked. She has, like, no ability to handle anything. No, she's so incompetent. It was pretty funny to watch. We're going to interview Steve Cox next uh, weekend, but uh, to watch him wade into the K-Hive. And and (laughs) I I already told him about this, so I don't feel bad saying it on here, but, like, yeah, dude, like, uh, these black identitarian people are out of their fucking mind. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, again, what I just said, you can be... A minority that we all seem to very in a racist way coddle and and praise in this like like our society's gotten really weird about like black people in particular but you can still be a dick you know yeah. like you know like it, it's crazy so like again like we've talked about it so like you know our neighborhood is you know 
I would say 65% black, 20, what's the math on that? Like uh, 35%, 35% yeah, so like yeah. Latino. And then like, we're, we're kind of like the only white people. I literally almost died <laughs> in a drive-by shooting if I had been in that intersection 40 seconds beforehand. Yeah. Like there, there are like serious fucking problems, <laughs> you know? And it's like, oh, it's, it's cartoonish to me because it's like, okay, so like we're, we're on the ground. Like we, we live in this shit. Like I, I literally guys, I'm not joking. Like the intersection through which there was like, I guess the story, I guess is like, there was a rival gang member walking around our neighborhood and then yeah. people in a car with, with guns. I was like bringing the dog up the stairs, heard four loud bangs. It sounded too loud to be a gun, but then we heard like tires screeching. We're like, oh fuck. Yeah. And then cops like cordoned off the area immediately. But like literally the intersection where it happened was, I was in in that intersection walking the dog through it 40 seconds beforehand, Mm -hmm. like 40 seconds. And so the PMC, like the the professional managerial class, people like her, they don't have any connection to they've never once been exposed to anything like that and it's like even if you're like, like the menace Lori lightfoot it's like even like similar to her like she, she lives in the worst of all this and then to deflect from any reality where the neighborhood you live in might be terrible or like you have any accountability or any responsibility for how bad things are around you they just use race as like this deflection mm-hmm. it, it, it's really fucking funny but uh honestly like i mean you know we you know people you know people i talk to people about the drive-by shooting and they're like well you scared and i'm like no i was fucking angry i was like mad i literally was mad i was like so mad for a while that like i couldn't even i was like you need like you know you were like are you okay i'm like i just need a few seconds to just Mm -hmm. decompress because yeah like it just it just pisses me off like it's the point is like being on the ground seeing shit is literally this bad to where someone would be so brazen to like just blast off four shots when there were tons of people around too. yeah and it was the middle of the fucking day it was not nighttime it was probably like 6 p.m yeah uh, i think it was like 7 15 but like the sun definitely had not gone down yeah yet. yeah um and that the person who did that it was totally fine in their mind right you know? And and that's sort of the the mystery to me of like that's like why I was mad. I was like, what? Like, why the why the fuck would this person think this is okay mm-hmm. to just do this? Like, what life experience up until this point led them to believe that this was fine? And then you know, and then after it happened, we that kid was walking down below, and then he was like, yeah, yeah it's getting really really bad around here. And I was like, yeah, no, I agree. He's like, no, I I he's like, I, yeah, I got shot about a month ago. And I was like, wait, what? what? And then he's like, he pulled out his shirt, like had a bullet hole right here. Yeah, he went straight through. And I was like, well, were you in the middle of like a crossfire like this? He's like, no, literally someone just started pumping rounds into my car. <laughs> yeah. For no, for no fucking reason. So fuck people like this. Fuck the K-Hive that was attacking Agreed. Steve and, and vice versa. And it's like, and then what's, and then also mostly what was like the, the, just the part that we always fucking see was the most aggressive people calling Steve a racist for going after the K-High people were fucking white women. Every Always. time. Every time. It, 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 yeah. or, and, like, and, and the men who do it are even worse. It, like, and there were a handful of them too. It's like they have no, they, they have no connection to this. They wouldn't talk like that. They, they, they wouldn't defend someone like Kamala Harris. They, they wouldn't, like, again, because like her prosecutorial record largely leads to what we're seeing here. You know, anyway, I don't even know what my point is. It's just like, it, like 
I figured we probably should mention that did happen. It was yeah. wild. I mean, it was like it was so fucking brazen and like and look, you know, like we we, we hear gunshots around here all the time. Like this area is proper rough, you know. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time where I've been like, holy shit! Like they will just shoot out of a car in like, broad daylight. In broad daylight, it's really cool. Yeah. So, I don't know my plans. I I don't really either, but I think it was worth saying. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what else are we going to talk about you know uh okay um yeah i mean in this country people have guns i'm excited to see steve because like we haven't talked to him in a while when was last time we talked to him um it was probably two months ago oh really i think so that recent let me see i I actually last time we did a show with him because like i vaguely don't even remember talking to him about like the new presidency and like we no, we did because like we we talked about uh the insurrection and how oh that's the right insurrection the insurrection um Donald trump incited an erection. erection at the capitol uh but yeah i was gonna say vaguely i don't even remember talking to him so, during that time oh but four months ago four months ago great yeah. but i mean i guess like really like <laughs> i'm just excited to or looking forward to like talking to him about uh just how like cause i think we did mention it when we did our last show with him but like how disappointing but like expected all of this was their presidency it's awful and like we knew from the start we've been saying it from the start but hopefully by now more people will have woken up to that fact more people who were like uber on their side right yeah well and and he wasn't but i think that like one of the interesting transformations of his and and again i was talking to i know he wasn't i'm not saying that he was no 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 no, yeah yeah uh like but but is this thing of when we first interviewed him it was this everything was led with as a straight white male yeah and it's like i think he's i i I think that like something i'm going to say when we do talk to him is just like yeah how is that how is that serving you to do that because because these people are now like white people are being this new version of racist which is this this low expectation basically literally it's like the magical negro thing it's like it's like uh uh, which is what is that it's like a movie trope you know uh like uh the green mile for example uh where michael clark duncan is like he's this kind of low iq black guy but he has like these magical powers like where where like black people can't exist in film or media unless they're like magic you know what yeah. I mean? and so it's like this trope but it's like now the pmc like white liberal class have made black people into that movie trope it, it, it really is just becoming ridiculous where it's like you know we walk around our neighborhood here and like all of our neighbors are like generally our friends but we don't talk to them like they're any they're like different than us which, like, which right. is why i think that it, we are friendly with them you know but it's like it was interesting like you know eric we mentioned in in the beginning of the podcast like i walked over to northgate with him and then you know and then like we we, like (laughs) northgate is a mexican market that's basically on our block yeah and so and so uh red was outside like our neighbor our neighbor and uh red's like a very loud dude like and so sometimes it's hard to tell if he's angry or if he's just happy (laughs) right always happy it was what we've learned now but uh but him and i were just shooting the shit and i was like being as loud as him and whatever Eric, the most woke posting slacktivism stuff on Instagram was terrified of him. Mm-hmm. So scared. And it's like, 
oh, this is what it's about. You know, like it's why I don't post this kind of shit because people are people, you know? And yeah, you know, obviously you do notice like what is physically different, but at the same time, it's like, you know, having the dog I have is like a great ambassador to just like meeting neighbors or whatever. Cause it's like this sort of commonality point. And then you then get over whatever just sort mm-hmm. of instinctual prejudice you have and then make friends with your neighbors. Like where all this gang shit happens. And then they're like, yeah, we don't want that shit here either. Right. Like, fuck it. Like we're all here to protect each other. But like the people who are the most like the white liberals who are the most uh, sort of protective of people like our neighbor red are the ones who are the most scared of him which is like what is so funny to me. And, and I think that Steve, Steve's Good like- Lord, I can't, I can't yeah, focus. Yeah, yeah. I got it, I got it. That's also, yeah, our neighborhood makes a lot of sounds. Um, <laughs> like, I think that Steve, like ever since we first met him has gone through this transformation of now realizing this reality. And it's like, oh, I want yeah. somebody who's older than you, you know, like- Right, where yeah. Where it's, it, the people who, are trying to censor the way that you speak about things are the ones who are not going to be your ally because you will like, because there's no, this purity spiral has no bottom with, with this. I've really started to wonder. It has no bottom. It has. Yeah. Which during pride month, which is what a disaster. The biggest tragedy. of Um, yeah. (laughs) Two tops don't make a bottom. Yeah. It's just, it's just, this, what what's like with the foreskin they were talking about docking docking I, where you take your you put two penises uh both can be uncircumcised but at least one of them has to be uh and you you sort of shuffle the foreskin back and forth over the two dicks being alive <laughs> so yeah um, that is the feeling of being alive docking yeah, with another man exactly I agree. Well, I don't know. I've never experienced this. No, I haven't either. I don't think it's something that people really do. Have you had sex with somebody that has a foreskin? No. Uh. Have I? No. Yeah. No, everybody's been cut. Mm-hmm. Which is like so boring. Give me some flavor. Yeah. Give me some like ambiguity. Yeah, I think you have to like go to Europe to find to find that. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, you do. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it is like... It, it is like a... It, it'll be interesting to talk to him about that. Like just, just because like, you know, again, the other, the person who used to listen to our podcast is like largely what I was talking to him about yesterday. Like he was like, yeah, I'm having a lot of problem with this ableist thing. And I was like, what are you talking about? What does that even mean? And he was like saying that his audience gets mad at him for saying things like psycho, which is, which is like, which is so funny to me. It's like, cause, cause I was like very calm and rational when I was talking to this person of like, look, uh, I've said it on here before. Like I have bipolar. I don't, I'm not proud of it. I don't think it's an interesting identity feature of my life or whatever, but the mania does sort of manifest occasionally. It has like two times to where like I'm naked and think I'm Jesus. I mean, like it literally gets to like that Mm -hmm. level of psychotic where like my friends who witness things like this go like, you were acting like a fucking psycho. And I'm like, I know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And so I... And not offended by people making fun of things like that or, or using any kind of terminology r- regarding it because I don't find being bipolar to be terribly interesting. Right. Or being gay for that matter. Right. But I'm starting to wonder what's interesting is like people people like like him think that I hate trans people, for example. And it's like, no, 
I, which you do, yeah. Well, I, I absolutely do. Yeah. <laughs> and he's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really uh, after listening to my 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 uh, history lessons about Ernst Rom. I'm, I'm starting to really like consider some some really cool ideas. Uh, no, I mean, I it's mostly just like I I'm really stuck in this position now of is is this sort of never ending infighting of the left? Is it a feature? of the left like, like can it can it actually get divorced because like, I, I really don't think it can be now because mm. for example um something i like drama i just did not really care about there's two like two different drama things like but the was the jimmy Dore thing with the young turks right that's where, right where yeah. they had this weird tirade about aaron mate who is a great journalist uh about over the opcw report about syria and they the young turks for some fucking reason decided to go after aaron mate fuck you uh, like whatever dumb shit they say all the time and then tried to cynically use me too stuff against jimmy for because jimmy Dore apparently when he worked for the young turks anna kasparian was wearing this like skimpy little miniskirt and he made some comment about it uh everyone laughed he apologized he gave her a card but then what's so funny is then jimmy Dore pulls all these clips of the young turks being misogynist and then the argument became about who's the bigger misogynist and why yeah. that matters, which is what Me Too always does. It just like inserts it's so itself gay. into like because like what the whole th thing was about in the first place was hey maybe we shouldn't bomb Syria, right? <laughs> and Aaron Mate, but then yeah. it became about like when Me Too always just it just always like, oh something actually important let's just get in here. Real Look quick. at me, yeah, we're not getting enough attention here. Oh. <laughs> every single time and so like it was just so fucking dumb like it's so fucking dumb and then and then again just this like this infighting or or tribal stupid bullshit then the ethan klein thing from h3 h3 productions was gonna debate crowder by the way debate debate bro culture en enough I, I i like why it's the dumbest fucking shit on the play i fucking hate that that whole thing and then he gets mm -hmm. sam cedar on who sucks as much as all, all of it, like those two as well, to then debate Crowder. Crowder bailed. I, I don't know. Yeah, Crowder like originally like refused to debate Sam Cedar, and then they had Sam Cedar secretly on H three. Ethan brought Crowder onto H three, and then showed, and then Cedar showed up. You know. So again, and it's so gay. The more important point is that I hope the three of them, Crowder, Ethan Klein, and Sam Cedar, die in a car fire. I agree. Because, so it's like, who cares? Like, who cares? Like, we, we've shit. I mean, again, this is what, episode 115. Um, I have easily 35 hours of me saying that Steven Crowder is a fucking unfunny knob. Like, closeted yes. homosexual. Yeah. Needs to just take seven different dicks. Faggot. Idiot. Mm-hmm. Ethan Klein is one of the dumbest people on the fucking planet. And, and also big fucking cry bully baby uh and sam cedar is basically a whiter mouthpiece that talks just like the young turks i think he actually is also a young turks alum which is interesting mm -hmm. so just fucking morons all of them but but who again, even watches these people anymore no, for this no, kind of content nobody i mean like what, what what's interesting is like so you know jimmy Dore made it very clear because he's still massively successful and to the left with their endless purity spiral jimmy Dore is this nazi 
he's now, yeah, how has he, that happened? He's now on pure. I don't know. I honestly, I don't know because it never ends. Like, like it literally never. And it, and it does kind of make sense logically because, because everything has to become a problem, and the end goal for the left is this like utopia that doesn't take into account the diversity of thought of just humans in general and what they're willing to tolerate. But instead of just sort of being more libertarian about stuff, meaning that like, okay, well, we don't like when you say retarded, but live and let live and we won't say it. And everyone just goes, great. Like you are the better person for not saying retarded, but uh, I'm going to keep saying it because I'm a piece of shit. Right. And then they go, cool. Instead of doing that now, it's become this like, no, you must and you must speak the way we want you to speak. It's like this this new sort of demand thing from the left where it's mm -hmm. like we demand and, and and it's so weirdly myopic in terms of just human behavior it's there's no fucking way anyone anyone's going to change their behavior when someone demands that they do it differently i mean like right. everyone has like everyone's allergic to that they're, they're just ugh, no and i think it's largely when i speak about the trans community it's like it, you get out of your own fucking way like people mm -hmm. would be cooler with you if you just didn't like you just existed and just I'm like, Hey, we're here. Sorry. If you don't like it, we don't really care, but no, it's now you must love us. And that doesn't do, I want you to get out of your own way. Cause I want you to progress. <laughs> but the left really just is just a mess. It's just totally a fucking mess. And frankly, I mean, it, it, the, the problem is like most of the, the uh, legislative body that does push sort of leftist ideals, are so ineffective at accomplishing any of it. And at this point, what they're demanding are ridiculous things. So, you know, like abolish the police. Like, okay, sweetie, you mm -hmm. know, great. Like, you know, you talk to anybody around here who is the people that they claim to be talking to, and what do they say? Well, we want more police. <laughs> we would like them to be around more. But they have this sort of, again, magical Negro myopic vision of what black people actually want or don't want. And it's mostly white PMC people who... No, I know what black people want. I know. I do. I, I know. So. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> boring. Um, on to the next. Um, what should we talk about first? Uh, we got two things here. Um, John McAfee was suicided. Yeah, that's really. Uh, that's really. He died in jail. Mm -hmm. um, which is interesting because. I think back in 2014, he tweeted, just so you guys know, I will never, ever, ever, ever kill myself. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm getting a tattoo that says so, so that if I do end up dead, I was killed. Did he really say that? Yes. I believe him. Shuan had tweeted He's it. He's out of his fucking mind. I mean, like, well, was, Yes, anyway. he is. Let like, me find the actual tweet. Um, we're going to talk about Freddie Spears. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. We'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did somebody comment that? Yeah, Greg. Yeah, we're going to get there. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, John McAfee. Um, I don't know when he tweeted this, actually. But it says, getting subtle messages from U.S. officials saying, in effect, we're coming for you, McAfee. We're going to kill yourself. We are going to kill yourself, is what he said. I got a tattoo today just in case. If I suicide myself, I didn't. I was whacked. Check my right arm. And then the uh, Mirror Breaking News uh, reported, breaking UK-born computer pioneer John McAfee found dead in prison cell in Spain. Yeah, so... Um, what did he know? That's kind of... What did he know? Well, that's kind of the interesting... Like, uh, let me know. Uh, so, let me know. So he... 
Okay, so a lot of his sort of like the attempts to like extradite him reminded me a lot of Assange, where it was like I could not really pinpoint exactly what it was that he was on the run from. So like he lived in Venezuela for a while. Belize, I think, is where he was last. Um, but he hadn't lived in the States since he sold the antivirus software and mm -hmm. became a very wealthy man. Um, but, you know... What I, was his crime again? That's I, I, tax evasion, I, oh, I suppose. Oh, okay. Like, but again, it, it's very, it reeks of like Assange. Like, yeah. But let's also be clear. I mean, I've listened to several McAfee interviews. Like, he did one with... Like, I'm going to list all the no-no people that I've heard <laughs> interview him. So Gavin McInnes interviewed him. And I listened to that. Um, Gavin was, even for Gavin McGinnis, was t dumbfounded at how, like, John McAfee in the last five years is more cocaine than man, you know? So, like, it really is, like, it really is this sort of, like, why, and then I think Sam Hyde, another no-no person, interviewed him. But I've, li I've listened to John McAfee talk a lot, like, in the last, like, you know, seven or eight years. And the dude's just, he's crazy, but it, it, it occasionally he will sort of, he, he will, you know, like, I mean, he had videos on his Twitter where, like, there were definitely CIA people spying on him. Like, and you yeah. think he's being paranoid, but then you he would, like, document it several different times. And so I don't really know what what it was that was so, again, like, it's like Trump. Like, what, what, what was so scary about John McAfee? I don't really know. I mean, you could have just sort of dismissed him as, like, this sort of lunatic person, and then it would have just gone away. But they just kept bothering him. I don't really He must have been some kind of threat. To something, I, I don't know. Or someone, maybe like maybe on like a, a technological level or like crypto. I, I don't really know, but like I I don't think he killed himself. Uh, I don't either. Uh, but I, to be perfectly honest, I found him as somebody who I thought would have interesting things to say. I found him so difficult to listen to or follow, just because he's again more cocaine than man. Yeah, or was. So it was just impossible to sort of follow his logic line of thinking or really what his point was most of the time so i didn't really dive into the story very deeply other mm. than just kind of like huh well that's fucking weird um yeah did you any more than that no do you remember when he was shitting into hammocks shitting through hammocks right into people's mouths well or i think that he was getting he was the one receiving oh yeah he was receiving shit through hammocks yeah into um, his mouth i, I mean god bless I, I i don't know i mean like that was like again like one of those sort of like weird god like it, like it reeked of like an op though it was just it sort, absolutely it was just sort did, of like yeah. why why even why is this important like yeah and then cares? like those things that kind of like organically enter the zeitgeist like where we see no evidence of him participating in this but it just becomes this sort of earworm through which yeah we all just now know that he likes getting poop in his mouth i guess it's like that's not it's not an apt comparison but dan schneider with his foot thing yeah but there is evidence of <laughs> making children show their feet on tv so whatever well, that immediately i think dan schneider is a fucking cool creep but yeah well, he's a really cool guy well and i and i and i think that like i think with mcafee it's like it's consenting adults like who who cares like, yeah hon honestly like i like it's kind of like that new york city a uh, guy that was running running for some like borough president or something and then they leaked the footage of him uh doing in the bdsm dungeon yeah that came out like last week why is that why is this okay to be like a dig I, I, he also was just like hey like yeah i participated in this thing with a, a consenting adult yeah 
and they published revenge porn of me. It's sex, like, sex should really just not enter the discussion at all. Like how, at how all. you choose to fuck or what? It's so dumb. Organic matter you choose to eat. Who, who really cares? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't really have like a really grand take on that one. I'm, I'm gonna probably try to do some more investigating and figure yeah. out more of it. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't really either. Yeah. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. This is another one I think you probably will know more about it than I... I, I mean, I was aware of the conservatorship thing um, mm-hmm. and how just bizarre it was because the thing that like really struck me was like a big part of the justification for the conservatorship was how she would spend her money because uh, mm-hmm. I think she's like on an allowance or something along those lines. Yeah. But it's like, okay, so like let's say today she decides to buy 17 you know bugattis or whatever like you know just just blow all of her money in a dumb way yeah literally she could do a weekend in vegas and make it all back so mm-hmm. i don't so that doesn't track obviously um anyway I, I pulled up an article like maybe it'll kind of yeah please uh because i honestly haven't done too much reading on it i just know like i know people are mad at her sister as well it's her dad and her i i, I don't know um, this is a very loosey-goosey podcast. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Free Britney, a bipartisan cause on Capitol Hill after impassioned testimony. Britney Spears has finally brought bipartisanship to Congress since her explosive testimony to a Los Angeles courtroom asking a judge to free her from a conservatorship overseen by her bullying and abusive father. Spears' cause has been taking, taken up by Capitol Hill polls on both sides of the aisle. Hashtag free Britney reads a pair of tweets from Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz and the official account of the GOP House Judiciary Committee. This timeline, I swear to God. What the fuck? Ted Cruz is tweeting about Britney Britney Spears. Spears. Anyway. It's insane you can force a woman to basically sterilize herself under the guise of protection. That one's fucking weird. Insane, right? They force her to get like an IUD. And she can't take it out because they won't let her go to the doctor. Fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um... If uh, under the guise of protection, if this is happening to Britney Spears, how many other women across the country are silently suffering? Tweeted uh, Representative Nancy Mace, who's a Republican from South Carolina. Uh, Since the beginning, men have exercised control over women's bodies, minds, and aspirations. Uh, Carolyn Maloney, a Democrat from New York, told The Post. Miss Spears, along with women around the world, are entitled to full autonomy of their bodies, rights, and financial assets. You know who, like, really is living their best life? Who? Kevin Federline. I mean... He's just like fat now and like takes care of her kids and like oh really lives on like alimony from fuck her. yeah he's got the best life anyway well, good for him yeah uh, others spoke out about Spears's claims that her guardians would not allow her to see a doctor to remove an IUD it's fucking weird that is insane reproductive coercion is wrong period says uh Barbara Lee Democrat from California um said in a tweet everyone should have the freedom to make choices over their own bodies and reproductive care. Jamie Spears and her father are said to uh, tightly control the $60 million estate since Britney suffered a public meltdown in 2007. One meltdown. Right. And mostly because she probably got diddled. Uh, Yeah. What is her diagnosis? Do we think she has BPD? Let's actually take a look. See here. I want to see if I can find her testimony too. Um, Britney Spears. Yeah, I'd like to see it as well if we can get some like little quotes. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find it, but let's see personal. Hmm. Oh yeah, for her her diagnosis or whatever. Uh, I'll read this one because yeah, uh, it's really small. It's small. I cannot see. Um, 
In January 2008, Spears refused to relinquish custody of her sons to Federal Alliance representatives. She was hospitalized at Cedars. After police that had arrived at her house noted she appeared to be under the influence of an unidentified substance. The next day, Spears' visitation rights were suspended in an emergency court hearing, and Federal Line was given sole physical and legal custody of the children. She was committed to the psychiatric ward of Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center and put on 5150, uh, which is like an yeah, involuntary psychiatric hold under California state law. The, play, the court placed her under conservative, uh, conservatorship led by her father, uh, her sister, and a- attorney Andrew Wallet. <laughs> That's a really great attorney name. Uh, I'm Andrew Wallet. I'm Andrew Wallet. Um, also, Jamie Spears would have been like 18 around this time. Yeah. Right? She was really young. So, say 2008. Let's see how old she is now. She's like in her... Wait. Wait, what? That might be her dad. Oh, her dad is also named Jamie. Oh, Jamie Lynn Spears. I see. Weird. Okay. Oh, that is really weird the way they worded that. Okay, so let's see... Okay, whatever. Let's see... Uh, where is her... Uh, I was gonna say, like, if her sister... But now seeing that doesn't actually look like her sister is a part of it. But I don't people know. were fucking dogpiling Jamie Lynn. I don't know if she, um, I don't, I don't know if she has like a diagnosis actually. Yeah, I honest, I thought I saw somewhere that she had um, borderline, but I'm I mean, not that, sure. That's kind of like a easy one to. Um, <laughs> to just you know that's an of, easy mental illness well just like like an easy one just to like like a blanket diagnosis yeah uh, for sure let's see here uh britney oops spears are you gonna look up her testimony testimony yeah i'd like to see it if there is like footage of it anywhere uh let's see uh analysts let's just see two days ago that looks like it could be it Okay. Yeah. It's a. I haven't been back to court in a long time because I don't think I was heard on any level when I came to court. This the last is her? Time. I brought four sheets of paper in my hands and wrote in length what I had been through the last four months before I came there. The people who did that to me should not be able to walk away so easily. I'll recap. I was on tour in 2018. I was forced to do. My management said, if I don't do this tour, I will have to oh, find an attorney. Ms. Spears, Ms. Spears um, I, did, I hate to interrupt you, but my court reporter is taking down what you're saying. Okay. And so you have to speak a little more slowly. Oh, oh of course. Yes. Okay. And, I apologize. And Great. Okay. Let's, let's uh, jump ahead a little bit, see if we can find the juice. I'm finding it pretty interesting. The people who yeah, but it's 22 minutes. The studio and a half of the other time in a Westlake studio can't walk out the front door and that's why i'm telling you this again two years later after i've lied and told the whole world i'm okay and i'm happy it's a lie i thought i just maybe i said that enough maybe i might become happy because i've been in denial i've been in shock i am traumatized sounds super coherent fake it till you make it but now i'm telling you the truth okay i'm not happy I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. And I'm depressed. I cry every day. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't think how the state of California can have all this written in the court documents from the time I showed up and do absolutely nothing. Just hire with my money another person to keep and keep my dad on board. Ma'am, my dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing at me when I said, no, ma'am, they should be in jail. 
Their cool tactics working for Miley Cyrus as she smokes on joints and stage at the VMAs. Nothing is ever done to this generation for doing wrong things. But my precious body, who's worked for my dad for the past fucking 13 years, trying to be Whoa. so good and pretty, so perfect when he works me so hard. When I do everything I'm told in the state of California, allowed my father, ignorant father to take his own daughter, who only has a role with me if I work with him. They set back the whole course and allowed him to do that to me. That's given these people I've worked for way too much control. They also threatened me and said, if I don't go, then I have to go to court. And it will be more embarrassing me if the judge publicly- <laughs> That must be the person the who have. recorded you this have audio. I was advised for my image, I need to go ahead and just go and get it over with. They said that to me, I don't, I don't even like to be able to do that. Um, I would like to um, also, um, the main reason why I'm here is because- It's funny too, like, so, it's hard to recognize like her speaking voice. Yeah, um, I, it's I've, so strange. But it's like she's now, like, it was like a love line thing with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla where it's like the baby voice thing. Baby meme. voice, yeah. And she's now going into the baby voice. You can hear it. It's kind of weird. Handpick my own lawyer by myself. Um, and I would like to be able to do that. Um, I would like to um, also, um, the main reason why I'm here is because I want to end the conservatorship without having to be evaluated. I've done a lot of research, ma'am, and there's a lot of judges who do end conservatorships for people without them having to be evaluated all the time. The only times they don't is if a concerned family member says something's wrong with this person and consider um, and other otherwise. And considering my family has lived off my conservatorship for 13 years, I won't be surprised if one of them has has something to say and go forward and say, we don't think this should end. We have to help her, especially if I get my family. Can so terrible it, for people it has ended with this is like the most i'm glad this actually leads because like this is the most point that i've ever heard her about it yeah and like she you know it's like weird like when you when you like go look at her social media presence or whatever you're just like oh she's a fucking nutcase mm -hmm. mm, and then you hear this and you're like oh eh, maybe not without them being evaluated so i just want you to take that in considerate consideration i've also done research um um wait also took a year during COVID to get me any self-care methods during COVID. She said there were no services available. She's lying, ma'am. My mom went to the spa twice in Louisiana during COVID. For a year, I didn't have my nails done, no hairstyling and no massages, no acupuncture, Massage. nothing for a year. I saw the maids in my home each week with their nails done different each time. She made me feel like my dad does. Very similar, her behavior and my dad, but just a different dynamic. Team wants me to work and- Anyway. We need Chris Crocker back. <laughs> Leave Brittany alone. To put on that that scruffy party city shake and go wig <laughs> that blonde bob and to go give britney her throne <laughs> that's that's what we need she deserves it she that's what we need she is uh i mean like you know toxic's a great song <laughs> it's incredible yeah who wrote that max martin? uh pharrell did and oh really wait no max martin wrote that one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, a genius song mm-hmm so good yeah but god i mean she has so many great hits yes yeah this poor fucking woman and i think that it, it like it is weird because she's like she is you know i i i don't know how like technically talented she actually may or may not be but at the same time it's kind of what makes this whole thing so sick and gross like kind of what she's talking about mm -hmm. in terms of like her whole thing 
in the 90s was to be just basically like a 16 year old that adults want the fuck and so like her whole image yeah. was like cult like curated to look like that and just really Ugh. like even like you know hit me baby one more time was like her in like a schoolgirl outfit in like a high school yeah and then it's like about like abuse like i don't know i mean like her whole thing is just like really bizarre and and uh but she's like somebody who like never you know she brought up miley cyrus like miley cyrus seemed to kind of be able to control her image or whatever mm-hmm it seems like Britney was never really able to do that. No. And, uh, so. Well, Miley Cyrus kind of had, she was controlled for quite a while until, um, the, the wrecking ball era. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was like 2013, 2014 when she sort of broke free from these like constraints or whatever. Well then like, yeah, it was like all these like young star, like pop star lit people, you know, Billie Eilish is going through it right now where it's just like the slut phase, you know, like where they just kind of get like, like they're like, oh yeah, like I'm a sexual being. And so then they get like really over the top about it. And Mm -hmm. then I think Miley Cyrus is like, she's now kind of found her equilibrium in terms of that kind of thing. But it's like funny to watch Billie Eilish doing the same thing now. You're like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah." They kind of overshoot it and then Mm -hmm. they come back and find who they are. But um, I think, I mean, Miley Cyrus was like a Disney girl. Mm -hmm. So of course was fucking diddled. Yo, um, gay. <laughs> oh, gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good. There's a whole video of Miley Cyrus uh like Hannah Montana transitions. Oh, gay. <laughs> You're gay. <laughs> gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh yeah they're all sort of like they're all like um like snippets of her song but just like a vocal riff on what her song sounds like and this one's just the classic okay. <laughs> the seagulls i love hearing the seagulls <laughs> well she lived in like malibu or something i were you a hannah montana person I, no I not really no my sister was though so oh, yeah, yeah that makes sense. i did see like quite a bit of it um yeah i mean look like any child star but if miley cyrus is the example they definitely got finger blasted by an adult they were raped yeah for sure yeah uh so yeah. Why of, are they all so course, crazy? Of course, in 2008, like Britney did, you're going to fucking break and have a meltdown, a public freakout, r slash public freakout, the, the first ever post on that subreddit, um, because you are lashing out. Uh, and you will have to pendulum swing back to where you were before, you know? Um, Britney's thing is bizarre, though. I mean, just in terms of like... Yeah. Like, imagine being... I mean, she's like probably like... I mean, she's probably like 78 years old now. It's like, you know... Wh- Britney Spears, 78? Yeah. She's not even... <laughs> what is she, like 38? I still... Hang on a second. And she looks 29. Oh, she looks a little bit older than 29. What What are we looking at here? I'll show you. Okay. Uh... Speaking of tragedies, Britney Spears. Oh, wait. Yeah. And we don't need to do... Uh... 
friends that I wanted. Interesting. I like getting older, though, because for me, the kind of guy I am, getting older makes my life better. You know, like my sex life way better. What kind of guy are you are? Because of the kind of, look, because this, this situation <laughs> is okay at 45. This is not a fun kind of a 17-year-old to be. And some people, their life is better when they're younger. You know, young dudes, young skinny dudes. Best life in the world is being a young skinny dude. They don't have to do anything. They just show up with a big Adam's apple and a smelly t-shirt. <laughs> hey, I'm here for the easy pussy for the rest of my life. <laughs> so where do I, oh, everywhere? Okay, cool. <laughs> but for, for guys like me, this is not a fun youth. It gets better. This has a point. Don't I'd worry like to it. make one of those it gets better ads for just dumpy young guys. We, we could use a little help, a little encouragement, just somebody on TV. Listen, man, I know it's tough right now. Girl, He's always kind of looked like a middle-aged, yeah, dumpy always. man. It gets better. I can't picture him as because a young person. No, he, and you it's much just, just like him. Your whole life. Yeah. And they don't. Their options start running out really fast, <laughs> and you're gonna be there. As long as you stay relatively employed and washed, you're gonna be amazing <laughs> in your 40s. You're gonna be the, you're gonna be the branch that she It just takes time. It's gonna happen. I hope it's in this. When real shit yeah, matters, yeah, so you're too. gonna be the, there's a, there's a formula to this. It's pussy plus time. Everybody has their time. <laughs> Maybe not. I, I, I really do want to get it, though, because... Uh, Speaking of tragedies, Britney Spears. Anyway, like, he, he, he's like... Uh, the joke that Louis C.K. tells is like, he's like, when I, was, when I was 30, Britney Spears was 17. I'm 45 now, and she's 78 years old. <laughs> And, she yeah. did not age that poorly. No, no, that's not his point. It's just like it's just more of like a a, a life lived hard. Um, yeah, that's anyway, true, yeah. I had to fluff some of the time there because I ran out of things to say. That's so. fine. I mean, we're at we're at an hour, so yeah. Uh, so next Saturday, Steve Cox. I was thinking I'll do. Um, we should probably just like start the show for like fifteen minutes and then have him come in. And, yeah, like, sure. Yeah, I, I just to try it that way, so it's not just like. Here we all are. Yeah, know? let's go. Um, so I think it might be a little more fun that way. So great. Anyway, that's that. Fantastic. We um, yeah, we're here every Saturday, 3 p.m. from now on. If that changes, we'll let you know. All right. <laughs> Adios. Bye.